If you're like me, you want to work less, make more, find happiness, and make an impact in the lives of the people you love. Or maybe you just want to build a business you can eventually sell and retire wealthy. Either way, it takes determination and learning new skills in order to build a legacy. The problem is, the skills needed to build a great business are only learned on the job through trial and error. And unfortunately, by the time we learn them, it's too late. We've spent the last 5, 10, or 15 years trapped inside our business instead of building a great business that provides security, wealth, and freedom. Most of us are great technicians but have no clue when it comes to marketing, sales, and business operations. This podcast is for contractors and home service professionals who want to do more, be more, and have more. Who want to build a great business that doesn't suck all of their time and energy and allows them to take a vacation once in a while. Follow us on this journey as we search for answers and expose the shocking truth to creating an amazing life of purpose and building a legendary legacy. This is Legacy Hacks Podcast. Boom, welcome to this episode. And in this episode, we're gonna be going deep on lead generation and how to convert leads that you get from whether it be Facebook advertising or any sort of online social media or even print advertising. I got news for you guys, leads are easy. And there's a big myth out there that Facebook advertising doesn't work and social media ads don't work and online leads suck. And the money is in the follow-up. Nothing has changed from traditional advertising to online advertising. You've got to follow up on your leads. You have to have a system. And we're going to talk about how we can have some automation in our lead follow-up. So it's going to be an awesome episode. Let's get started. All right. Let's talk about lead generation and um, how to convert leads into customers and there's a lot of talk. Everyone's going off about Facebook ads and Instagram ads, Facebook ads. How do we get leads on Facebook? You know, do we do paid? Do we do organic? What's, you know, in my experience, leads are pretty easy to get. I don't know why it's such a mystery to everyone, like how to get leads for your business. But that is like one of the number one topics searched on YouTube and Google people looking to get leads for their HVAC business or their home contracting business or whatever business. Talk to me about why leads are so easy and what people are doing wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, the biggest, the worst advice that you can get is that you need to be searching for leads on all these different platforms. Okay. Um, if, if that were true, then all that a company would need to be successful is to throw up a lead generation ad or buy them and you would have customers lined out the door and life would be great and there would be champagne and, and you make a million dollars. And you yeah. make a million dollars. And we all know that's not the truth. That's, that's false because if that was the case, then you would have companies who would be making millions of dollars just by following that process and most yeah or just go to sign up for angie's list you get a bunch of leads and you'll be a millionaire right yeah <laughs> that's right so you get it and you'll be a millionaire but lead generation actually i like to break it down into two different parts internally like I, like i mean we mentioned we've mentioned before that the money is going to be in the follow-up and the processes that you have on the back end that's where you're going to make your money most of the time 
but there's two there's two sections of it. If you've been in business for for a while, then there's a good chance that you already have an internal customer database of some sort. Okay, so yeah. we're going to address that right now. I'm a big fan. You know, we're big fans of maximizing the resources that you already have. Work on plugging the holes first before you start pouring money on something else that is leaky. So the very first thing is you need to look at your previous customer, you know, database, and you need to say, how can I maximize this database? Because these are people who they're already familiar with you, your company, your staff, your services. They bought stuff from you before. There's an exchange of, of, of currency that happened there. These are people who will give you more money because they bought from you before. So what can you do? You know, you have to start thinking about reoccurring services. And let's take HVAC, for example, service plans, maintenance agreements. Those are things that you want to craft a good offer for your previous customers and communicate that offer to them. Not once, okay? It's a campaign. It's not a single one-time thing where you just send one email and say, oh, well, these people didn't, you know, three people took me up on it. I'm not going to communicate with them again. No, send a campaign, several emails, voicemail, text messages, et cetera, and bring a percentage of those people back to the sales process and, and sell more things to those people that they actually need. Okay. Right. So number one, lead generation with the existing customers that you already have. Okay. Or lead generation with leads that you've acquired before are not necessarily customers, but you, maybe you got them six months ago and they didn't, it wasn't the right time. Now it's the right time to get right back in front of those people and make them a good offer, seasonal offer or something that you have that you know that you can really help them. That's number one. Number two is going, we're going the route of paid advertising. Okay. Like a lot of people, we hear a lot of people say, well, you know, I build my business on referrals and I've been 45 years, whatever. That's fantastic. Hey, I'm not discounting that, but guess what? Yeah. Referrals are buying you. They're not buying your company. And if tomorrow something were to happen to you, where would your, your wife and your kids be? Because those referrals, they're going to dry out when they pick up, when they call and they say, oh, John's not doing this anymore because uh, he he's you know, he's sick or whatever, they're going to be like, oh, okay, never mind. I just want to talk to John. Bye. Right? Yeah. Referrals buy into you. They don't buy into the process or your system or anything like that. Um, and they're inconsistent. It's not really... Yeah, and you can't count on referrals because your 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 past customers aren't out there every day going, oh, have you, have you gone to John's Plumbing? He's the best plumber in town. And, and they're not walking through Home Depot and going, hey, do you need a plumber? Hey, do you need a plumber? Do you need a plumber? You should call right. John. That's that's not advertising. That's not marketing. That's not building your business. That's just it's it's, it's luck, luck of the draw. It's really luck of the draw. Yeah, it's 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 actually it's it's luck, you know. And yeah. I I have to chuckle a little bit when I hear a company tell me, well, if you do a great service and you know you never have to worry about advertising again, false. There's a million companies that do great services. You never hear about them. They go belly under. There's, there was a guy who did a great service here at my house who was a painter, never did a, a thing of advertising. You know, Did he have repeat business? Yes. But was he always chasing his tail? Yes. You couldn't, he didn't have a plan. He couldn't say, this month, I'm going to generate 
35 referrals. And you can't grow. You can't grow. You are the, you're also the employee. Referrals great. If you're the guy driving the truck, you're the guy slinging the paintbrush, you're the guy answering the phone, you're the guy writing the checks. Right. That's, but guess what? You don't have a business. You have a job. Right. You have a job and your boss is the customer and you have to take that job because you don't have any more jobs lined up. When you do advertising and you've got your book is full and you've still got leads come in and you've got 50 jobs lined up, you get to pick and choose like, you know what? That's a pain in the butt customer. That's a pain in the butt customer. I'm going to take them off the calendar. I'm going to work with these customers over here because they're, you know, you get to pick and choose. You you can cherry pick, but when you're on referral, I've been on referral. Trust me. I know this firsthand and someone calls and says they want to hire you. And that's the only job you got and you need to keep your crew busy and you just finished your last job three weeks ago and you don't have another one. You have to take that job. It's, it creates a cycle, right? It creates, it it creates this cycle of, it's almost like a false sense of security. Like you're chasing your tail all the time. You can't plan for it because with the, the advantage of having something like a system where you rely on dollars in versus dollars out is that you can say this month, I'm going to generate 50 new customers and I'm willing to spend X amount of dollars to generate these 50 new customers. And that's going to lead me to with a return of X amount. You can't do that on referrals because you don't know if tomorrow you, if in the month, you're going to get 10, zero, five, six. Yeah. You don't know. And you can't control the quality of that referral either. Yeah. So that's when we're talking about generating leads and generating customers with paid advertising, really there's a bunch of different platforms Social media still works, you know, Facebook ads work, Instagram ads work, YouTube ads, like I've mentioned before, underutilized, under underutilized, big opportunity there. Uh, obviously, it's not an easier barrier, it's a much harder barrier to entry than it is like hitting a button on Facebook, but very high quality leads at an affordable cost. Same thing with other stuff. The reason that advertising, that paid ads don't work for those people who don't work, and if you've ever listened to them, it's the exact same story, right? It doesn't matter if they're using Instagram, Facebook, Google My Business, Google Guarantee, whatever. Listen to what's coming out of their mouth, and this may be you right now, but this is the cold hard truth. They say things like, Facebook doesn't work. Google doesn't work. Google's too expensive. Facebook leads are trash. I call these people back, and they don't pick up the phone, right? This person's yeah. looking for X amount of dollars and it wasn't the right one. Uh, Google wants to charge me $50 a click and that's not even to guarantee me a customer, right? Listen to what's coming out of their mouth, okay? Everything is somebody else's fault, but they don't look at themselves and say, what's my process here? These people did this. I couldn't get a hold of these people. How many times did I call back? Did you double dial, triple dial, leave a voicemail, send a text, do a voicemail drop? Because that's what it takes in today's market. Yeah. In today's follow market, up, follow that's what up, it follow takes. Follow up, follow up, Right? And yeah. that's the same thing that happens in any platform. You Oh, so you did Google Guarantee. It would Somebody be the same thing. It, it was same thing with print advertising. If you were running an ad in a magazine or a newspaper or something, 
and it costs you $1,500 to run a quarter page ad and you got 25 leads. Let's say you got 25 leads in a month, you know, that's $60 a lead. And I mean, Oh, Facebook's 50, you know, it's cost me $50 a lead. Well, so is print advertising. So is any kind of advertising. It's, it's also understanding the metrics and measuring your lead flow and understanding like, Hey, if my, if my service that I'm selling, I make a thousand bucks every time, you know, on that service and it costs me 50 bucks it cost me 50 bucks to make a thousand dude. I'll do that all day long. I can't, I couldn't throw money <clears throat> at fast enough. You know, it's interesting it goes back whole, to lead handling, right? It goes back to lead handling. And it's interesting this whole lead generation thing in the different types of media, because most contractors will say, Oh, I'm great at sales. Oh yeah. I'm phenomenal. Oh, yeah, I close, I close all, almost everyone almost who calls me. 90% of them, right? I close everything. <laughs> Or I have, yeah, do you have a, oh, yes, my crazy Uncle Dan, he's a phenomenal salesperson. And then you listen to crazy Uncle Dan and you send crazy Uncle Dan 50 leads and then they come back and they say, oh, these, these leads are garbage. It doesn't work, whatever. You mean 50 people, they went out of their way to give you personal information like their name, their phone number, their address. There's and they said, code. yes, please call me. They say, yes, please call me. And crazy Uncle Dan couldn't close one person. Why? And you look at that, at their process. And we've been in these shoes where we look at those processes. Okay, tell me what you've done. Oh, I called him back. Well, great. This lead came in at this time. Why don't you call him back? And almost every single time, oh, you call them back three hours, four hours later or whatever. Even people, I've had, I've had contractors say, oh, we, look. We don't ever miss a call. And when, when we do miss a call, within two minutes, we're calling people back. Then we put them on call tracking numbers and we look at their dashboard and we say, I thought you never missed a call. You, you missed 43 calls out of 45 in the last three days. Yeah. You know, where's and, and it was two hours until you called <laughs> back. Right. And it was two, three hour average before you call people back. You know, so the problem isn't the source at that point. The problem is your process is, is broken. And you have a sort of disconnect between digital and, media. And they only call them once. And they call them once. They call them once and left a message expecting that person to call them back. And that's and right. They, and that's their lead follow-up. And that's why it's so important to have an automated system like, you know, like our system, if you want to use our system, Lead, uh, lead Ninja it will hammer that person until they either tell you to go away or they, or they book an appointment with you. Yeah. And, and you know, what's, what's even interesting about that is that when you're dealing with paid digital media, okay. Mm -hmm. Facebook ads, Google ads, TikTok ads, YouTube ads, you know, whatever, right. Digital Print ads, ads, whatever. Digital. You oh, can digital. track all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. But so you're able to tell right away 
whether the, the ad's not working, if people are not connecting with it, whether they're going somewhere and it's the phone number issue, or if it's a process issue, people are trying to connect with you, but you're not getting back to them fast enough. So you're able to see where the gap is and identify that and go straight to that gap and work on that piece and fix it. When you're dealing with traditional type media, you can't do that and you know half the time. And most people never blink. Okay, you ever wonder how people say, oh, I tried Facebook ads and they don't work. I get garbage leads. Oh, I try um, Google ads. Oh, they're, they're too expensive. But then they spend $5,000 on a quarter, a quarter page ad in a magazine. And then you ask them, well, how many leads did that ad get? Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But, but it, you keep doing this every month. You complain about spending a hundred bucks here, but you spend 5,000 here and yeah. you don't know what you're getting. Or radio, or, or, or worse, or even worse than that, they'll they'll say, "Oh yeah, every time I run an ad in a magazine, you know, the phone rings off the hook." Great, <laughs> great. Do you know how many how many how many leads actually came from that ad? Do you know how many you actually closed? Do you how many how many of them slipped through the cracks? How yeah. many how many did not get followed up on? It rang off the hook, but was it a hundred? Was it two hundred? Was it fifty? Yeah. Was it? And then out of that hundred, how many actually paid you money? Right. So there, there, there's no tracking. There's there's no way to measure it. There are ways to measure print advertising. There are, yeah. But but most it's people funny do it. that that people are just so brainwashed to think that a print ad is like, you know, the way to go. And I mean, more people are starting to catch on. They're understanding, but because Facebook has made it so easy for people to get in and experiment. You know, they'll drop 20 bucks or they'll boost a post and spend 20 bucks and not get a single thing. And they'll go, oh, well, it doesn't work. Well, try spending $1,000. Try spending $5,000 and then tell me it doesn't work and actually, did, and actually measure right. what you're doing. Yeah, you, did, you didn't do it right. And so your boosted post went to like, you know, you're in Houston and your boosted post showed to like, you know, 100,000 people in Alaska. You know, or, or, or right. people don't understand that boosting is not the same as advertising. It's like, yeah, 5,000 people saw your post. Great job. Great, great way to spend 50 bucks. Right. <laughs> but you didn't have a call to action. You didn't have a phone number. Yeah. 7,000 people in, in your in your city saw it, but yeah. no one called. So therefore, it doesn't work. Well, because you didn't have a call to action. You didn't even have an offer. You didn't say, hey, I have a $59 special this month only. Here's the number to call or click here or book this appointment right now. Click the button below. That's advertising. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm glad that you brought this up because really you have to have three elements for any sort of advertising to work. It doesn't matter if it's radio, print, TV, whatever, Facebook ads, whatever. You have to have the right offer you have to get it in front of the right person and it has to be at the right time. If yeah. any one of those three conversion elements, if any one of those three things are missing from that formula, the result is a zero conversion. Okay. Now a conversion could be yeah. a micro conversion where they raise their hand and become a lead. And then if you have that your solid sales process that you can convert them. Right. But if any one of those elements, the right offer to the right person at the right time, then if you don't have that, 
it, it doesn't matter how much money you throw on it. It doesn't matter the medium. You will not convert, okay? And I tell people this all the time. If I am, let's say, a barbershop, and I've got a great offer, and I'm saying I'm giving $1 haircuts, but I'm getting it in front of nothing but bald guys, <laughs> right? I'm not going to sell a single haircut, right? It's the right offer, but it's to the wrong person. Yeah. Right? Or if I'm getting that offer now in front of somebody who just got a haircut, it's not the right time. It's not the right time, right? Yeah. I got the right offer to the right person, but it ain't the right time. Yeah. The same thing goes the opposite way. You may get the right person, right? This is a dude. He's got like scruffy long hair. And I've got this offer that's just phenomenal. Hey, come and get a $59 haircut. And the dude's like, uh, I, it's, I'm not in the right area of town for that. I don't pay that much for a haircut. I pay like five. Yeah. The offer's bad for that audience, right? The yeah. offer's bad for the audience. So unless you have those three elements, the right offer to at the right time to the right person, you're not going to convert regardless you're not of going to sell anything. And so your advertising has to have those three elements. It has to, it cannot, it will not work. And, 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 and another important distinction too, that a lot of local business owners don't understand is saying, Hey, come buy my stuff is not an offer. Right. You can't you're saying, saying, um, Hey, it's hot outside. We sell air conditioners. It's not going to work. That's not an that's not an offer. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it, an offer. Hey, we sell air conditioning. It's hot outside. Come by. It's not going to work. That's not the, an offer. The other thing is that an offer is not is a, a good offer is not defined by price. That's a yes. mistake. A lot of people right. make the mistake and say, "Oh, in order for me to have right. a great offer, I have to like do a Groupon where I give 50% of everything in addition to an additional 30%. No, a good offer is positioning. I have, we've sold so many in the moving space, big clients that, you know, moving space, right? Mm -hmm. We have a good offer, a good offer that enters the conversation in, in people's head, what they really want. And it's not a discount service. Okay. It's like moving service with the average order value of $1,200. And the off the ad is basically entering the conversation that people are having with themselves in their head. So we enter it and we say, look, you don't have, why are you stressing about moving? Why? Why are you gonna have some no-name guys come in there, scratch up your furniture, break your stuff? We've moved 30,000 people, let us come in here We'll pack you, we'll move you all while you sit down and drink and lemonade and enjoy like your new place. Yeah. Oh man, that's a great offer because that's really in their head. That's what they want. They didn't want a $50 moving company. They wanted somebody who wasn't going to break their stuff, who wasn't going to steal their yeah, stuff. They don't, they don't want to have to move. Right. They don't want to have to move. That's the but offer, it, right? I'm, I'm, I can have someone come in and do it all for me. That's right. That's a great deal. I don't care what it costs. It's like the it's like the plumber too. It's like I've paid seven hundred dollars on a Sunday to come have someone on a holiday on a <laughs> Sunday snake my drain. But he picked up the phone and he said, "I'll be there in twenty minutes." 
That's the offer. That was right? the offer. That's it. I don't need anything else. <laughs> I didn't care that it was $700. <laughs> and it was $700, right? It's like you have to be able to have those elements, the right person, the right offer to the right person at the right time. You have to be able to enter that conversation that's happening in their mind. And it has, and usually it starts with a result driven. What do they want? Okay. And that's the thing that you have to convey over, right? So you have a headache and you want that headache gone away. If I come to you and I tell you, hey, you know, Brian, uh, I know you have a really bad headache, so bad that you got to be in a dark room and you got to lay down. But guess what? Guess what? I've been in the headache removal business for 35 years. I wear a nice polo. My crews are fantastic. Uh, we're clean shaven. We smell good. This is my daddy's business. He built it from the ground up. We're headache experts. We're going to come and we're going to help you remove your headache. And we're going to give you this pamphlet that shows you everything about headaches so that we can get to the root cause of this headache and have you up and running, you know, shortly and you'll never have headache again. Right. That's going to be one guy, which is basically that. Right. Yeah. Branding. The other that's branding. That's branding. Then you have the other guy who's like, hey, uh, you got you want this headache gone? I got this little tiny pill right here. All right. Look. It's about 350 bucks, but in five minutes, your headache is going to be gone guaranteed or I'll give you your money back. You are like, I want my headache gone. I don't want this 12-step pamphlet or how you're the headache expert. I don't care that your daddy built the business. I don't care that you've been in the headache business for 30 years. I need this gone because I got a function today. Right. So this guy is going to get the money. And he's going to get the deal regardless of his price. This this guy charges $12. This guy's $350. The offer there is like, can I get it and can I get it now? So oftentimes people, you know, will confuse what, what a good offer really is, right? Um, and they won't have those elements, the right offer to the right person at the right time. Right? So, yeah. So kind of summing up with like, we started this with like Facebook and lead generation. Lead generation is really offer generation. Offer generation. If you want, if you want leads, have a killer offer. That's and, right. And and stick it in front of people, whether it's paid, organic, print, social media, it doesn't matter. And have a um, have a have a system for following up. That's the that's the biggest thing, right? You can get as many people as you as you want in into your process, but the money's gonna be made on the back end. Okay. Let's say you have a hundred leads come through and they're all asking for, let's say, let's say HGAC, get a hundred leads come in, and you manage to talk to some of these people and convert 20% of them to new HVAC customers. Well, now you have this other 80% that didn't convert. Most people, most contractors, they'll, they'll throw that away. They'll say, these people didn't convert. They're done. I, I don't care, right? We don't want to do that. We want to keep them because you've already paid for those. Maybe right now wasn't the time. But three months from now, when there's a dust storm, during the summer, during the winter, you want to send an email to these people, a text message, a, a, a voicemail drop and say, hey, Summer's coming up. Have you thought about like checking your AC? Because this is the time that you've got to do it. Because if it cracks or if it breaks in the middle of the summer, it's going to cost you that much more money. 
a percentage of those people come back and they say, yeah, I need to get this done. That yeah. is leveraging those resources. Does that mean that those 80, 80% of those leads, the 80 leads were bad initially? No, but most contractors think in one and done. They have no solid backend process to be able to handle this and to make more money with what they've already got. I'm not going to throw those out just because they didn't buy from you right now. An initial front end offer does not mean that they're bad leads. Does that mean that they're bad? Those people could buy from you three months, six months on the line, and that could be some of your most profitable leads that you had. Yeah, it's not, a, look, it's not an issue of bad leads. It's you have a bad sales process. You have a bad sales process, right? Uh, and that's what, you know, uh, our lead uh, system um, allows people to to kind of, you know, ease ease the stress a little bit of having them do everything. Like you have to have a human do all these different things. We set this up automatically so that you can kind of monitor and see everything and maximize what you're already working with and what you're already getting without having to burn your cash flow and without having to kind of stress yourself out over, you know, where the next customer is going to come from. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked this episode and found it valuable, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. It helps others find the show and helps us reach a bigger audience. If you have a question or need help with your marketing or business development, reach out to us on our Facebook page. Just go to Service Pro Ninja on Facebook, or you can go to LegacyHacksPodcast.com and use the web chat widget to send us a text message. Thanks for listening, and until next time, go be legendary.